You're listening to The Kelly Track Show. I'm your host, Kelly Track, author, coach, and eternal optimist. Each week, I'll give you lessons to elevate your life, reclaim your personal power, and truly awaken and transform. Your best life starts right now. Hey, my friends, welcome back to the show. Thank you, as always, for tuning in and for listening and for downloading. Support for this episode comes from my friends at Four Sigmatic. Four Sigmatic has been my fave coffee alternative as of lately. I've been really into their mushroom elixir with cordyceps and their mushroom matcha. You know, never in my life would I have ever guessed that I would say on a podcast that number one, I'd have a podcast, and number two, I'd be telling people I like mushroom matcha. <laughs> Oh man. Do you ever wonder, do you ever look back at your life and think like, oh my God, former me would have been like, what the literal fuck? (laughs) Anyways, um, that's pretty much my life as of now. And I just want to let you know that if you want to give Four Sigmatic a try for 15% off your order anytime, you can use the promo code KellyTrack at checkout. And KellyTrack is just all one word. All right, my beautiful friends, today we are talking about space and stillness and how these two things are really the key to getting what you want. I know. So backwards, we're so used to doing it the other way of filling up our calendars and then waiting for something awesome to happen. But this method is all about creating the space and stillness first. I don't know about you, but space and stillness were two words I did not have in my vocabulary whatsoever. My days would be so jam-packed, especially like in high school and university and when I was in the tech world, I would literally imagine my days. They would be so full as if I was trying to go to Europe and I had like three gigantic pieces of luggage that I was checking and I was going to pack all of my pretty outfits in each and every one of them and I'd stuff those huge suitcases so tightly with all the things I wanted to bring, but you know, you're not even going to wear half of those things anyways. And then you sit your butt down on the suitcase and zip it on up. That's what I used to do with my days. And I always used to think that if I got all this shit done, and if I got all my work done, and if I finished all my homework, then I would rest. Then I would have space. Then I would finally have my stillness. Now, this is what I want to share with you today on the show. This concept of creating space in your life first, not after you get it all done, but first. The most beautiful metaphor and visual I can give to you to explain this is to imagine yourself at the ocean and you're playing in the sand right by the shoreline. And if you dig a little hole in the sand, when the tide ebbs and flows in, only then can the water fill it. That's how it works. You create the space and then stuff flows in. If you don't dig the little hole in the sand, the water's just going to come up to the sand and then retreat back. And it's not going to go anywhere. Do you see what I'm saying? Quite often in life and in our traditional way of doing things in society, we, we really lean on this idea of I'm going to get all my things done. I'm going to tech off every single to-do list item. I'm going to cross off every single thing on my agenda. And then I will finally find the space. That is not how it works, my friend. That's not how we create space and stillness in our lives for the answers to show up, for our intuition to come to us, 
for the divine downloads to flow into our head for the next cool thing we want to make. I always like to give the example of going on vacation. You know when you go on a vacation and you come back and you feel so recharged and energized? It's like you've got a million ideas, you've got a million cool things you want to do. And that is because you created the space and the stillness and the silence first for something to come into your life. When I came back from Hawaii recently on my last trip, after that, I literally turned around and filmed the entire course from Your Best Life in like four days. And normal Kelly track would have been like, oh, I need weeks to film that. Like that's going to take some time. But when you're working with that elevated level of energy and after you have created that space, you just have all of this beautiful creative mojo. But there's such a difference between wanting to work on a creative project when you come back from vacation and being like, oh my God, I have all these amazing ideas that just came to me versus leaving the end of the day at five o'clock after a day that has been jam-packed and being like, okay, now I'm going to go home and try to think of some creative ideas. It doesn't always work like that. Actually, I don't think it ever works like that. <laughs> the ideas and the downloads and the inspiration only comes to you when you clear space. It's like you're telling the universe, I am available. I have created this space. I have created my hole in the sand and I'm ready for you to fill it up. The universe loves space. It does not like a vacuum. If you are going and filling up your entire calendar with meetings, how are you going to create time to work on your new business? That's like telling the universe that it's not important. If I am trying to attract in more coaching clients or more people to work with, I carve out days in my calendar where I say this day is entirely blocked off for coaching clients. And over time, when I create that space and I say, okay, no podcast bookings, no other clients can take this sessions on this date. This is entirely blank space for people to fill, intentionally new people to fill. That is when the universe says, oh, let me fill that for you. If you're trying to attract more abundance and money into your life, open up a fresh bank account, have a place for the money to go. The universe loves to send resources to stuff. It wants to fill up the cup. But if your water cup is already full, it doesn't really have any more water to give you. If your work days are so full and you're so exhausted by the end of the day that you don't really have any mental capacity to work on your amazing startup ideas or your own business, the universe is like, how am I supposed to give this person more divine inspiration if she's not at the capacity to receive it? This idea and concept of creating space seems so backwards in our society, but it's been something I've been really toying with lately. One of my things that I have had the biggest aha moment was around recently was this concept of the yin and the yang energy. Some people call it yin and yang, but I call it yin and yang. I don't know. I don't know what the right way is to do it. Please correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> but this concept of working with my yin energy. Now I have done living in my masculine and living in my yang energy for my entire life. And I have been so in my masculine and my yang. And I know that I can be, you know, effective doing it that way. But my thought was, if I have done such intensity in my yang and been successful, how much could I be in my yin and still be successful? How about that for an idea? I know, right? So marvelous, so new, and so beautiful. 
How much yin could I get away with? How much little work could I actually do? What if I spend more time relaxing? What if I do less work? My new affirmation is the less work I do, the more I make. And you know what? That's been a really fun one to play with. This idea of letting things go, creating space, creating stillness, allowing the divine downloads to come to me, allowing people out of the blue to come and roll in my course, allowing coaching clients to roll into my life, not me going out and doing stuff and getting shit done, sitting back, relaxing, being in my yin state and practicing my receiving and my allowing and my accepting. Now, the best practice for you to allow your receiving in and abundance of things flowing into your life versus you going out and making it happen and just letting the tide naturally fill up your hole in the sand is to create the space. So what does this look like? This looks like clearing some of your calendar and creating time just for you. Now, it doesn't have to be a ton of time. Sometimes we get really like precious about stuff and be like, oh, my meditation practice has to be two hours and I have to burn like all of the patchouli and incense. No, you can literally sit your ass down and close your eyes for a minute. (laughs) Things don't have to be really fancy or grand or extravagant or luscious. Like that's awesome if it works for you. But I think sometimes as we are learning to be in this receptive mode and the allowing mode and this space of yin. Less is more, not trying to make it this grand old thing, but starting with something small, clearing space on Saturday, saying things like, you know what, on Saturday, I'm not going to make any plans with friends. I'm just going to go with the flow or I'm going to see what unfolds, but I'm not going to fill in every single thing on Saturday. So I know what I'm doing at breakfast, where we're going for brunch, where we're going to hang out in the afternoon, where we're going to get dinner, and then what we're doing in the evening when the sun sets, just allowing it to be blank. You could even try that once and just see what happens when you create total space on a Saturday. And maybe you spend the whole day by yourself, or maybe you go and have fun and just allow it to unfold with your friends. And through the process of having fun, that is when you start to get the good ideas. It's like when you're on the bike ride on a really sunny day and you're like, oh, that would be a really cool podcast topic or, oh, that would be an awesome thing to share with my coaching clients or like, oh, that's such a good idea or wow. That's an idea for a blog post. Another really easy way to create space in your life is what I call the energetic cool down. So this is where, you know, if you're at work or if you're at an event or a family function and you want to create some space for yourself where you don't want anyone around you and you need a hot sec to cool down, you go to the bathroom and you lock the door and you hang out either in the stall or in the room and you just take a couple minutes to yourself. The best part is that nobody knows what you're doing. Everybody thinks you're in the bathroom. Nobody's going to disturb you. Nobody's going to be like, what are you doing in there? Everyone is going to just assume you're in the bathroom. So it's the perfect spot to sort of just come home to yourself and catch your breath. You can totally do this at work. It's so simple. Whenever you need a minute of space, when you feel yourself getting a little bit stressed or you feel like you're going uphill or you're really trying to fall back on your effort, striving, hustle, yang energies, be like, You know, I'm just taking a quick little energetic cool down and I'm going to come back into my yin energy. It can be one minute. It can be two minutes. That's it. Another way to create more space in your life is to not plan so far out in advance. This has been such a fascinating concept for me because I usually know what I'm doing for the next year in terms of 
things that I have, like upcoming stuff I'm making or things I want to release. And I have a general sense of what I want to craft for the year and what I really want to bring to life. But there's also this balance of not penciling it all in. Now, different people's goal systems and styles will resonate with for you in very different ways. I talk all about how I teach vision and goals and how you can really bring what you want into your life in my course, Your Best Life, which is self-study and you can enroll at any time. And the big thing here is to not be so tight on how much detail you have to shove in. I used to pencil out my entire year of what I was going to do in what month, when things were going to launch, when things were going to happen by when. Now that I'm really working on the universe's timeline and I'm in my Einstein time and I'm flowing with the universe and I know that a lot of it is actually out of my control, the less I feel inclined to make plans for the whole year. I'll have like a rough outline and that you can totally do this too. Rough outline of, you know, when I think something might come or when I think I might make something or when I think this might be a good time to release it, when I might take that big holiday or something. But that's it. Like putting the big rocks in for sure. But all the small rocks and the day-to-day stuff and like really nitty-gritty stuff, I personally find that it feels stressful and it feels like I can't shapeshift or move. So having space in my calendar and having the openness there is something you might want to try too. Just allowing yourself to see what comes and what unfolds and what the water that will flow into your little hole in the sand is going to bring to you. Instead of trying to map it all out, see what comes to you. See what flows your way. You know, in that little ripple of water, you never know what you might get in there. You might get some shells. You might get some bigger pieces of sand. You might get like a little crab. You might even get, you know, a couple little like microorganisms that live in the sea. You have no idea what's going to flow in there. Maybe a piece of coral. Maybe something really pretty. Maybe a little piece of seaweed. If you just create the space and ask the question, hmm, I wonder what will show up. I wonder what will unfold for me. I wonder what will come my way. I wonder what plan the universe can create for me that is far greater than anything I could create myself. And sit in that space. Yeah, that space. That is where all the juicy possibility happens. Because I know that if I try to plan out my month by month approach for, you know, 2018 right now. And I say, this is what we're going to do by December, 2018. Everybody go to work versus saying, you know what? I'm going to let the divine lead. I'm going to let the universe lead this one. And where she wants to go, we go. And what happens happens. And I'm going to let things to come to me versus me trying to go out and make it happen. Woo. You get two different years. You get two different results. And I know that one result is far more fun than the other. Now, this practice is a lot more serious. Obviously, creating a ton of space in the entire year is a bit more of a bigger practice and one that requires serious faith and trust, like a shitload of faith and trust, (laughs) not like a tiny spoonful of sugar in terms of faith and trust, like a big bulldozer and like that big thing and like that beep, 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 trust coming through, make way. (laughs) You know what I mean? And this act of creating the space and creating the stillness allows you to see that, you know what, you're not doing it all by yourself. And the fun thing is, is that you never were. 
sometimes as humans, we like to think that we are the only ones in the game. You're like, I am the only one playing the game of tennis. Nobody else is here. It's just me and the racket and the ball and the other person. And that's it. There are a lot of things at play for you. For starters, there's the whole universe or source energy or God or whatever you call it. Cosmic consciousness. There's a lot of unseen forces at play in terms of energy and frequency and vibration. There are other people. There are coworkers, there are clients, there are teammates, there are customers. You're not just doing it by yourself. This is where I think we really kind of get confused with this concept of space and stillness. Because I used to think, oh shit, if there's space in my calendar, I got to fill it. Or if I take a bunch of weeks off and don't really do much work, or if I go on holidays, especially when it was just me, doing all of the work by myself for my company, I was thinking, if I just take time off, things will go blank. Nothing's going to happen. No progress is being made. My dear, sweet friend, when you create space and stillness, that is progress. That is an action itself. That is a choice. That is something you are doing. I so love what Letitia Rins shares. You're going to be hearing her podcast episode later this week. And she talks about how there's this concept of when you are choosing to be still and you are doing nothing, that is still a decision. In your ego and your rational mind or your more yang energy can hold on to that identity and chew on that one. It's like, yeah, sucker, take this one. I am doing something by me sitting my butt down on the couch and enjoying my morning coffee and my morning almond butter on my gluten-free bread and reading my favorite book. Right now it's Earth is Hiring by Peter Kelly. I'm saying, you know what, ego, take a chill pill. I am doing something. I am choosing to have space and stillness and allowing things to come to me. And you are actually doing something because you are raising your vibration. You're getting into alignment. You're feeling good. You're uplifting yourself, and that stuff actually has merit. In the traditional way of doing things, we kind of get caught in this idea that if I'm only doing work, if I only have my nose to the grindstone, if I only have my keys on the keyboard and my hands on the mouse, that is the only time when I'm doing action. That is the only time when I'm working. If I'm in a meeting, I'm working. If I'm at my desk, I'm working. If I'm commuting on my way to work, I'm still working. If you are increasing your energy, your frequency, or your vibration, you're getting into alignment, you're feeling good, you're enjoying your morning, you're enjoying your morning practice, you are also doing something. I know. Isn't that awesome? Like, where was that lesson for me uh, like 10 years ago? I don't know. (laughs) I could have saved myself a lot of time and frustration and like bursts of tears over stress and school and my life if I had learned that one before. But you are doing something when you are creating space and stillness and just pleasure, any of that kind of stuff, you are creating something bigger. So don't think you're not doing anything because especially if you are a type A achievement junkie like I am, it can feel like you're not doing anything. But here's the difference. You are in this mode of being, of enjoying, of receiving, of allowing. And when you are getting into the mode of fun and pleasure and stillness and calm, you are bringing a whole nother energy to the ballgame. It's like the difference between having eight back-to-back meetings all day long 
and then trying to come up with a creative idea for your life versus having that vacation. And then boom, the idea just drops in. One is manually forcing it and not really thinking in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. And the second one is the fun one where you create the space, the stillness, have the fun, enjoy your life, and then divine inspiration hits right away. Now, you might be wondering a couple other things. So I'm going to clear those up for you right now. For starters, number one, maybe your plate is very full. How are you going to find time? Most importantly, you are the master of time. You are in charge of your time. You are in charge of your day. You have active choice over everything you do. And you control and create your own reality. I will link you in the show notes to a tutorial I did about what this means, that we create our own realities and how our thoughts actually create our realities and how we actually have a ton of choice and say in the matter and more than we ever think we ever do. For those of you that feel like you have no time, for starters, take the little things, do the little stuff, like take three deep breaths wherever you are. Three deep breaths, that can feel totally different. Like me being kind of stressed out and nervous and trying to get shit done versus me after I've taken three deep breaths, it's kind of like I had a little massage. (laughs) That's an easy little quick thing you can do. You can go to the bathroom. You can have an energetic cool down. You can take a quick second. You can walk around the block. But my bigger question to you is that if you feel like you constantly don't have time, I would ask you why you're not making the time for yourself. And you know, what's important to you goes on your calendar. And if you're not on their calendar and you are not scheduling in time for you on your calendar, I would so highly encourage you to put some time in just for you. Because when you don't put the time in the calendar for you, and I know we just talked about, you know, not filling up your calendar so much and just going with the flow. Except if your life requires, you know, you being in meetings and you having different shareholders and key partners and coworkers, sometimes you got to really carve out that block of time, put it in the Google calendar and be like, you know what? This is this. This is my time. This is my one hour lunch break. No, I cannot come to a meeting at lunch. No, we're not going to have a working lunch meeting. Sorry, I'm not available. And you got to exercise those boundaries, my friend. I know the boundaries work always has a way of surfacing around this personal development stuff. Creating space for yourself also requires you protecting it and saying, this is my sacred time. This is for me. I'm going to stick a link to a tutorial on how to craft your boundaries in my formula that I use and the one that I give to my coaching clients. Especially if you're feeling a little bit stuck or you are kind of nervous to pipe up and say like, I can't come to that lunch hour meeting. Sorry, this will definitely teach you how exactly to phrase it. So you feel like you're still delivering it with a lot of like grace and ease. Another really great way to get more space in your life is to get off your phone. I know, right? Instagram is so addictive. I hear you, sister. I am addicted to it too. (laughs) The days when I don't go on Instagram until after I'm done all my tasks for the day, I feel like I have like eight times as much hours. I'm like, what the heck? I feel like I found the secret to the universe. (laughs) It's not going on social media until you're done all your stuff for the day. The more you can disconnect from the phone, you'll get a ton of time back. Another way to just create more space in your life is to look at what is not serving you and cut it out. And for me, a big part of that is Instagram. I spend a lot of time on Instagram. I love it. I love connecting with you guys. I love connecting with you and my listeners. 
But as soon as I start going on the explore tab or like I'm watching people's stories that I don't even know who these people are, that's when it starts to get weird. And I'm like, I'm giving you 15 minutes of my time Instagram when I could really be doing something really nourishing and grounding. So have a check-in if your plate is really full and think to yourself, okay, what is not serving me and what can I let go of in order to reclaim that space? Maybe it's your Instagram scroll or maybe it's as simple as batching your emails versus always checking in and checking out of email and answering stuff when you see stuff pop in. Like reclaiming your time in those senses where you're kind of just doing these minor teeny tiny tweaks to your life. Now, another thing I want to share with you here about creating space for yourself and especially if you need to minimize or reorganize or you know find a little bit more of time where you can create those tiny pockets and maybe you have to say no to people or set a boundary is to explain what you are doing explain it to people because sometimes people don't get it and they don't understand perhaps why you're saying no or why you're declining the weekend invites or why you're saying no to the little road trip with your friends or the camping trip Sometimes you have to practice your crystal clear communication. Now for me, and I'll give you a personal example, I do very creative work. I make a podcast, I make YouTube videos, I am always working on a new upcoming thing to make. I got like a million ideas of stuff that I'm looking to create and bring into the world. And I really require a ton of space for my creativity to flourish. And I feel like as the older I get, I am become more introverted. I don't know if you guys feel the same, but I feel like I am turning more and more introverted every single year. <laughs> but in my work, I require a lot of space and stillness and time just for me to hang out with myself, to just do the things I love, to get into that high vibe space, just enjoy my life. And I find that that is the only way for me to access my divine downloads and get clarity on what I'm looking to create. Now, this also means communicating this to people who are used to seeing me very frequently, being really honest with my friends and my family that, you know, I have to maybe reclaim my Saturday or reclaim my Sunday and I'm not as available as they would like and that this is a huge priority for me and that I like to keep more space in my calendar for me and for my work. And if I fill things up too much, then I feel really burnt out. If I have a whole Saturday and a whole Sunday of activities on Monday morning, I do not feel like recording a podcast episode. Let me tell you that. <laughs> and my priority is always one of my first priorities is always my work and my devotion to my craft and to my business because it is very much an extension of my soul. And this definitely requires being clear with people and communicating your boundaries and saying what you gotta say. You know, John Mayer made that song that said, say what you need to say, say what you need to say. Okay, that was like the wrong key, but you kind of get the point. <laughs> people understand. People get it. When you tell them really quickly and you don't have to go on about it, BG dubs, it can be short and sweet. People understand and people are totally cool with it. It's like if you were asking a friend to meet with you for brunch on a Sunday and she would politely decline and say, thank you so much for asking. My Sunday is already really full and I'm going to have to take you up on offer another time. You're like, of course, I get it. Your Sunday is already full. You already have plans. You're already doing something. One of my favorite things to teach you and my coaching clients in the boundaries work is this idea of when we say no to something in our life, we are saying yes to another thing in our life. And that no is actually an invitation for yes somewhere else. 
So when you say, no, I can't come to brunch, you're saying yes to sleeping in. When you're saying no to that weekend trip, you are saying yes to having a really nice staycation in your own city for the weekend. All right, my friends. So that's what I wanted to share with you today on the podcast about this concept of creating space in our lives and stillness for the rest of the universe to fill in the gaps for us and for us to allow the tide and the sea to roll in and fill our little hole in the sand. So in summary, if you're going to remember anything from this episode, I'll give you a couple nuggets to think about. Number one, space is where the ideas and intuition and guidance and messages from the universe and everything good, it all flows in from creating space. It's like coming back from a holiday and having all of the zest to do something new. Number two, you gotta create the space. Create the space before it comes into your life. Whether that's clearing out some of your calendar, getting rid of some physical items, making room for the new. The universe loves to see stuff where it can just go in and fill it. It's like getting that brand new bank account if you're wanting to call in more money. The other thing is, number three, put yourself on the calendar and then use your boundaries and protect that time. That is your sacred time for you. And when you say no to somebody else, you are saying yes to yourself. So my friends, that is the show for you today. I hope you loved this episode. I hope it was helpful for you and sparked some insight or some wisdom. And if you are enjoying it, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I defs really appreciate your love and devotion. And thank you as always for tuning in and listening. So really quickly before you head off, I just want to make sure that you know about the Inner Circle, which is my monthly mastermind group totally for you and our community. Now, this is a chance for you to get in on the three things that I have found to be totally successful for creating quality self-development that lasts, especially when you're on the journey. Number one, a strategy. Number two, support. And number three, a soul tribe. So in the inner circle, every single month, you're going to get access to a high-level live training taught by me on personal development topics like becoming who you really are, understanding the divine feminine and masculine, stepping into ease, setting boundaries, fulfilling your purpose, finding your calling, all that good stuff. You're also going to get a one-hour live group coaching call with me, so you get the support from me as your coach, and we work together to make sure all of your questions are answered, and most importantly, you get access to the soul community and the soul tribe, so you get to find your like-hearted gems and people, and the people who just get it. This is a place for you to come home to, a place to find your soul sisters, a place to find your community, and meet the people that are doing this stuff just like you. So my friends, the inner circle is on waitlist right now. And if you put your name on the waitlist, you get 50% off your first month. We are opening up the doors for enrollment in June. And I'm super stoked. Thank you to everybody who already has put their name on the waitlist. I'm so excited. There are so many of you guys. And thank you so much. Plus, most importantly, the inner circle is only $49. That is the regular price. And then you're going to get 50% off that if you put your name on the waitlist for your first month. So peeps, if it speaks to you and if it calls to you and your intuition is saying yes, I would love to have you as a part of my inner circle. So thank you so much again, and I will catch you back here soon. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening today. If you love this episode, please take a second to share it with somebody that you know needs to hear this message. 
And if you feel so called and so moved, please write an honest review of what you think about this podcast in iTunes and leave me some stars. That would truly help me out on my journey to helping millions and millions of people. And until next time, have a lovely day and I'm so excited to see you back here soon.